I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I don't believe this headline that I just saw on a very big deal news webpage. It says, Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. It says, This tough winter is keeping people home. Oh no. This terrible weather is making me stay in a nice warm place where I can scratch anywhere there's an itch. Where there is a refrigerator stuffed with cherry vanilla ice cream and various adult beverages. Where there is a beautiful woman who smiles at me and stretches out on the couch across the way, just wearing her pink bathrobe and fuzzy slippers and a towel wrapped around her freshly shampooed hair. Oh no, I have to get up out of my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair where I'm sitting to... Put another pine log on the fire to keep it crackling and hissing pine perfume out into the air. How terrible! <laughs> Give me a break. Big deal headline writer, cabin fever. Hey, headline writer, go complain about cabin fever to some veteran who's living under a bridge after his fifth government-sponsored trip to some place like Iraq. Go complain to my buddy Bob, who retired last year after a highly successful career. Bob lost his wife, his high school sweetheart, to a heart attack this past New Year's Eve. And it hit him so hard that I'm afraid Bob has also kind of lost track of himself. They found him out wandering around in the snow looking for her. and He would give anything to find her and bring her back to their cabin. The folks in the homeless shelter in the inner city might like to know how tough it is to have cabin fever, too. And, and listen, while you're at it, try explaining that to their kids. Give me a break. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of our Louie Louie generation, says, Cabin fever, ha! Whatever happened to the gratitude attitude in Dick's book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot? I love it when Big Louie gives my book a shameless plug like that. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's available at Amazon.com. <laughs> and Louie goes on to say, hey, think about how much worse things could be. I mean, what if your daughter told you that she was taking a course to become a dock worker? And your son just got a job as a stripper? Suppose you just had an expensive nose job and you suddenly had to sneeze, huh? What if getting your head together meant putting on your glasses, your hairpiece, and your dentures? Think how grateful you should be that nobody slipped into your bedroom while you were sleeping last night and untied the string on your pajamas and then set off your smoke alarm. <laughs> what happened to your gratitude attitude? <laughs> And besides, think of how much safer it is sitting there in your nice cabin. I mean, it can be dangerous when you go places. You know what happened to me when I took my lady wonder wench out to go places last Saturday? We went to the movies, you know? Now, I am a voiceover performer. That's, that's my Dave job. 
Voiceover performers go to a recording studio and we record commercials or, or movie trailers, you know, for a couple of minutes. And the uh, advertising agencies send us money, sometimes for years. Nice guys. One of them looked me smack in the eye recently and said, Hey, should I send the money to your agent or should I send it directly to your hideout? <laughs> of course, I was also a disc jockey for most of my life. Now, now here's what happened, all right? My lady and I got to the theater in time to watch about a half hour of coming attractions, and the next to the last one had my voice on it. I loved that. I sat up very tall. I, I grabbed her popcorn with both hands. <laughs> then the last coming attraction came on, and in it, the hero said to his girlfriend, My life is in ruins. His girlfriend said, What are you going to do? And the guy said, Looking straight at me from the screen, he said, My God, I don't know. And then his voice, dripping with agony, he added, I don't know. I may have to become a disc jockey. <laughs> Boy, becoming a disc jockey was absolutely the most illegitimate thing he could think of. And considering what he was doing in the movie, that, that was pretty illegitimate. I gave my lady her popcorn back. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. In 1926, Montana was the first state to stop enforcing prohibition. And you know what? I think they stopped enforcing prohibition because it gets very cold in Montana. And if you think I'm wrong, Mississippi in 1966, what, 40 years later in Mississippi, that was the last state to stop enforcing prohibition. You think it's a coincidence that it gets cold in Montana and it stays pretty warm there in Mississippi? I think not. <laughs> hey, Life is tough, right? But do you know what you can always count on, huh? Of course you don't, because I haven't told you yet. I will in a minute. Before his victory at Hastings, William the Conqueror was known as William the Bastard. I think that's maybe the reason he beat up those guys at Hastings. You know, he figured, boy, that'll shut him up, huh? The Romans worshipped lots of different gods and goddesses, including a god by the name of Forculus. Guess they didn't know about Mac the Knife. Forculus. And okay, you know that life is tough, but did you know what you can always count on? Well, you can always count on your fingers, of course. <laughs> Fix the tails. They take your mind off your mind. Cabin fever, right. Listen, what can people do when they're stuck in the cabin together all night, every night? I figure it was probably the middle of the night when somebody invented music and somebody invented poetry and, and black lace and perfume and champagne in the middle of the night. You know, there aren't very many people up and listening to this podcast in the middle of the night, but I think a pretty good percentage of us are either making love or have just finished making love or are about to begin making love. We're wives and husbands and mistresses and lovers, casual acquaintances, nervous kids. Some people for the first time. Some people for the last time. Sometimes the first time is the last time. 
There's love and peace and freedom in the dark, but there's also fear. There's no question that love can be a scary thing, like the dark and the night. You should be afraid of the dark. Strange faces look out of the night. You can hear them breathing hot passion and cold fear. You can feel the sharp fingers of mistrust tearing at the connections between us. That happens in the night. Connections are fragile. They're only as strong as their most frightened link. Someone who's out there hiding in the night, hurt, angry, almost lost. Maybe it's someone you know. Approaching the outer frontier of personal courage, tempted by the unprotected possibilities of a stranger's lips, or just running out of time and hope and control. Maybe that someone is you, somewhere near the edges of your fears and half-forgotten dreams. I know you can hear me. Fear is so cold that the fever isn't high enough. The fear freezes the passion. I think cold fear is the reason why half the people listening to me right now are not sharing a warm, comfortable cabin with someone who could be, someone who should be, the hot, passionate love of their lives. story is called The Dark. It's from the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Bedtime Stories icon on the homepage. Hey, I have a suggestion for you. If you're stuck at home with a friendly adult of your sexual choice, suffering from cabin fever because you can't think of a thing to do, try this. Now, seriously, sit across the table from your friend and hold hands, all right? And then just look into each other's eyes for two minutes. I am not kidding you about this. Try it. Giggle if you like, but keep looking into each other's eyes for two minutes. 120 seconds. Try it. Got to tell you, from personal experience, I will guarantee you that you will think of something to do together. Time to tuck you in now. 
I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.